Hello, welcome to the new and improved Chaotic Good podcast. I have a ton of new ideas and new perspectives on how I want this show to be. So I've taken plenty of time to reflect and grow within myself as a person. I wanted to bring you guys the best version of the Chaotic Good. So thank you for being here and being a part of a self-improvement and mental health movement that I am so passionate about. I want to help others and through the things that I have learned and the lessons that I've gone through in life and share those experiences being raw, open, and vulnerable so I can help you guys with whatever you need to. So here we are with a new episode of The Chaotic Good, Finding the Good Within the Chaos. episode, I really want to reflect on self-confidence because I feel like we hold ourselves back far too often. We feel like we don't want to step into our truths or truly express ourselves because we feel held back by either fear or judgment of others or some sort of trauma that made us feel and believe that we can't do those things and be our true selves. And I know that building confidence takes a lot of fucking time and a lot of effort. So I wanna make a multiple episode series like on this topic. I find that we build walls that keep our egos safe and, and like us comfortable, like in our comfort zone. And then in some ways, because we're stuck in that comfort zone and not changing, we can find ourselves depressed, like full of anxieties even, or, you know, stuck behind those walls you built. Like you can't, change or overcome them because you're stuck behind them. We may even find ourselves stuck in an endless cycle, you know, like a different scenario or different people, but the same outcome to a similar repeating issue. Like, for example, in my life, I had experiences where I refused to go home out of stubbornness and I kept finding myself with different roommates and different households that weren't serving me at all, that were just ending the same way. I was getting kicked out and having to move to a new place or not even not kicked out, but like there was something that was going on with the roommates every time that I had to get out because they were harming me or my environment or there was money being taken from me or I just was in situations that weren't good for me. And it kept happening due to the fact that I wasn't learning my lesson in stubbornness. So that kind of I feel that kind of reflects on the situation of being stuck in a cycle because You're in the same situation because there's a lesson that you're not learning or a part of you that you're not expressing. When I was a child, I often was super talkative. I was super bubbly, outgoing. I wanted to make friends with everyone. I was a writer. As a kid, even, I would sit there and write endless stories or endless lyrics to songs. I would always pretend to be a singer. I would love, I loved Hannah Montana, so I would always pretend to be her and live that, you know, double life because I would go to school and be a normal kid. But at home, I would write songs and create stories of an imaginative world. And I I created so many stories that I never finished. Um, I was very expressive. And at a young age, my voice was taken from me. Um, I wasn't allowed to express my emotions because it did upset family members. I became closed inside myself at some points where I was 
scared to even ask to go hang out with friends or go anywhere. Life was changing a lot. Um, at this point, I would say I was in middle school and life was changing a lot. And I went to a different school, new people, and I wanted to fit in. And after all this time of my voice being taken from me and not being able to be my f true, raw, authentic self, I decided to keep my mouth shut in school so I could be friends and fit in with everyone. Because if I spoke up for myself, I would be rejected, right? I would be told I'm an idiot or made fun of or hurt like I had been so many times before. So I feel like I lost the part of myself that was confident and had a big self-expression about her. I know that I carry it inside of me and I'm getting better. I'm very much aware of that and I'm trying to change it right now. And I have um, came to some conclusions of myself and have been expressing myself and going out of my comfort zone. But I feel like a lot of us have things that have held us back or even in our adult years that trauma or rejection or fear to be yourself and be vulnerable without upsetting anybody. We want to please and be liked. And it just makes it hard to be our true self because if we're our true selves, it might piss people off or shake their spirit. And that makes others uncomfortable. So we can't make others uncomfortable. We have to make everybody comfortable in order to be comfortable. But that's not the truth. In order to find a true comfort and people that truly love you in situations that are benefiting you and to work alongside of the universe, you have to express your truth. You have to be your vulnerable self. What really shifted my perspective was realizing those cycles, especially like the start of that was um, the example I gave you in the beginning of the podcast about my living situations. I And there was like other things later on in my life that I realized that were cycles too, especially in romantic relationships, um, friendships even. I started to grow like frustrated, you know, like, why? Why is this happening over and over again? This, what are these cycles? What are they trying to tell me, you know, like they, they're happening and they're so prominent in my life for a reason. They have to be. And I was just tired of the way I was living my life and I wanted to change. But that itself led me into a whole entire new lesson, which was the power of control. I wanted to take a hold of every situation and tweak it. Every person in my life, I had no right to do so, but I did. I wanted to fit everybody and everything to my needs and my standards. I believed that if I controlled everything, I wouldn't have to leave any of it behind. Like I wouldn't have to move on from friends. I wouldn't have to leave my house or, you know, make those decisions to go back home or make the decisions to do anything in my life. Like I just wanted things. I wanted to stay in my comfort zone, but I also wanted to be happy. If I could just get it, everything to fit my needs, I would be happy. I told myself that lie so many times for years even, and I couldn't understand why things weren't changing in the ways, in the ways that I wanted them to. After so many trials and errors, I finally came to a conclusion and realized that I needed to change not my environment, but myself. At some point in my life, I came to the terms that I couldn't change things that weren't in my control. I can only change the things that were, which were myself and my direction and my perspective on my life. I started to reveal myself. Um, I would say last April of 2020, because, you know, it's about to be 2022. Um, I mean, 2021. I'm sorry. 
So April of 2021, I had went to Florida for an entire month. I took off work. I allowed myself this vacation. So I took full advantage of it. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do shadow work. I'm going to dig deep into myself and make these changes that I've been wanting to make for years and didn't know how to approach. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to accept the change in the offer from the universe, and I'm just going to go for it. And it was hard. It was the hardest thing, and I'm still learning. I feel like I'm never going to not have any type of shadow work to do in my life. You know, as life goes on, there's going to be more trauma or more things that hurt me or dismantle my character. And I'm going to have to build myself back up time and time again. But the realization now is that if I work on myself and do the shadow work and take part in it openly, openly, I can do it time and time again. And each time come back stronger and not make the same mistakes and end up in the same cycles over and over again. The biggest thing that I knew that I needed to change was my confidence in myself. The more that I dive deep into that, the more I realized the way I lived my life was because I was not confident in myself. I would let people walk all over me. I would quiet my voice so people can speak their truth. I would hold my opinions to myself. I would let people do things I was uncomfortable with because I didn't want to say anything to offend them or stir any more chaos in that moment. But the truth is, I learned that not having boundaries from my, like for myself was me diminishing my confidence and my self-expression and my voice. I realized that I needed to do something about it. I wanted to open myself up to a new perspective, a new way to see people, a new way to see life, a new way to see the people that I'm angry with, a way to forgive and be confident in who I am because I'm doing the right thing. I'm being my true self and I'm following the path that was made for me. I feel like in the world that we live in today, especially, everyone seems to be lost. Whether they're lost in their direction, their purpose, or even themselves, I feel everybody is struggling to find their worth, their purpose, and their meaning. And it's because we all lack a sense of self-confidence. The world has diminished us. The societal standards have diminished our flavor and our originality of life. Um, I feel like also a big thing is following trends lately. We like social media, TikTok trends. Um, I feel like the ways that we can express ourselves nowadays is only through our social media platforms or TikTok dances or TikTok, TikTok videos in general. I feel like if we're hiding behind some kind of screen, we can be vulnerable and express ourselves because we don't have to be like attacked in person or our voices can be heard and without, you know, having to do the action to go up to someone and make a difference or, you know, take that actual action. It's we don't want to be rejected. And that's the big thing around all of this. Um, it seems like if someone does something first, we feel, and they were successful on it, we feel like, okay, we can do that too. You know, it gives us the motivation, which is cool and a good mindset that other people can give us motivation and help us see the, a different side of life. But we also have to see the toxic toxicity in that. Why are we only doing things when other people do it? Why can't we be the person that starts a trend or starts this movement and then be, be that person that's successful that motivates other people we 
shouldn't have to hide behind ourselves to feel or a platform even to feel empowered. I feel often we need some sort of backbone or crutch to make us feel like we can express ourselves. We need like other people or our friends to around to like validate our actions or self-expression. Somebody that we're comfortable being around and somebody that we know well, you know, that makes us feel comfortable to be our complete selves. So when we're around that person, around other people or strangers, you know, we feel more comfortable being that self because we're with that backbone. It's even when we're doing something that or saying an opinion that that other person doesn't have, we still feel more confident because that person's around. It's a strange thing. It's like being quiet and ha like having a hard time opening and starting conversations with other people. Um, and when that person's around, you're able to like express yourself and say hi to other people and meet new people and be your full authentic self. Or, you know, be having a wingman even, you know, not able to approach someone because you're nervous or whatever, but having that person around you or having that person do it for you diminishes that anxiety, you know, and we have to learn to have that confidence to proceed with those things ourselves and not worry about rejection or, you know, all that kind of stuff, because that comes with life and we can't hide from it or fear it forever. We have to learn to grow and we have to learn that like, if we don't do something out of fear, how are we going to ever know anyway? You know, rather that is a no. We have to, or, you know, we fail at it. We have to do it anyways because we'll never learn or never grow or never realize or take an opportunity, you know, if we don't do so. I always find myself asking myself, like, why am I uncomfortable being myself? Because me too, I struggle, you know, I can't always be open. Sometimes I struggle with like my bubbly personality and, you know, I'm outgoing and I like to talk to people. That's what I like to do. But sometimes it's hard for me to initiate the conversation, especially if I don't know someone well enough to like know what interests them. It's like, I can't, I find it hard to be original and like starting a conversation to see what sparks their interest. Instead, it's like, I feel like I have to know what sparks their interests already and oftentimes I like to do that behind a phone screen on social media. And that's something that I'm working through in my life. It's like, why do we need to feel so uncomfortable by being ourselves? Or, you know, if we're not having that validation, what causes that? So we're going to take a deep dive into what, some things and my personal stories that have caused that and see what happens and what transpires inside of you. Other than like traumas or past resentments or past hurts, other than those things, there are, there's a big fear around judgment and rejection that a lot of us feel deeply. We want to be liked always, no matter what aspect or what time period we are in our life, we want to be liked until we find that validation in ourselves and the people, our soul families, you know, until we find that we are wanting to be liked. We're looking and craving that love and that validation, that satisfaction of that. So I believe the biggest thing is judgment and again, rejection. We like personally, I have a thing where it's not just about like what people are saying behind my back. And it's not just about like, what people, you know, are, 
or even say to my face even because sometimes I respect that, especially if it's like constructive criticism and it's not meant to do any harm. I can accept that. But I am an overthinker. So sometimes I stress about people's thoughts about me, like the ones that they don't even share out loud, but they could be thinking like I just me being an overthinker. I think that sometimes like that's not a good it's not good because I'm sitting here creating a story that's may not even be true. And the thing is about that and rejection is that if those people are rejecting you in a negative way and aren't doing it out of kindness of their heart and constructive criticism, why do you need those people in your life anyways? Why do you want to surround yourself with people that you can't be your true authentic self around? You know, it, it doesn't make sense, but we all do it. We all crave it from people that we admire and will see as great, you know, but we all have our own stories and own lessons and own trials and tribulations and reasons and struggles of why we, those people have gotten to where they've gotten. It doesn't make you any less of a person or, you know, it could be the other side of things where you admire that someone's bubbly and stuff and that's what you like about them, but you can be that too. You can be your true self and people that love that about you are the people that you need in your life. So the people that make you feel like it's more than about just rejection. It's about making you feel uncomfortable being yourself. And when you feel that way, it's like you want to push everybody away and you kind of want to avoid that altogether. So not being yourself and not expressing yourself and holding your voice and keeping certain aspects of yourself private, it blocks that like, I don't know. We just got to learn to live through, push through and be our authentic self so we can crave we are so we don't have to crave. We can just have those people and those things and situations that accept us in our authentic selves. And we become more happier and find things that are good for us and find more people and challenges and opportunities that are good for us by being authentic and living in our truth. Another thing that can come up as a fear of self-expression is the changes it will bring to your life and yourself. Like what all the things that you live in this comfortable, keep in this comfortable bubble is now you're stepping outside of it. And now there's a new life. You might move. You might have these situations or these people that you're leaving behind because they no longer fit your truth. And Maybe they already don't fit your truth, but you know, you're comfortable and you're living in those motions and doing things, the same things day by day, because that's what you're used to. And stepping outside of that can be scary. We fear the unknown, but we fail to realize that the unknown isn't always bad. And if it is, it's always something that it's, we can learn from and that's damned to happen anyway. So we need to take these lessons and look at them as a learning experience and accept the change and the growth and the people that we're gonna we're gonna leave behind because some people are here for a good time not a long time some people are the lessons not the blessings and if you're also scared of losing a piece of yourself there will always be you you will always be you and growing into a better person or a better version of yourself will never leave behind the thing your passions or your what it calls to your inner child. Even if you grow out of hobbies or things that you love doing once, there's something bigger and better waiting for you on the other side of change.
how can we work together to overcome these obstacles that we're facing? How can we start living our truth and follow a path towards more self-confidence? In this episode, I want to start by going, start small, you know, and we're going to start with boundaries. So set personal boundaries. I want you to Okay, so this is what boundaries mean because it took me a while to understand what boundaries even were. So boundaries are setting a distance between you and somebody else where they aren't overstepping things and making you uncomfortable or setting off triggers, which they have to be reasonable. You can't just be like, the way you're talking is pissing me off, you know? It have to be reasonable. Like, say that somebody that you're often in the car with gets crazy amount of road rage and you get really overwhelmed and it bothers your anxiety start talking to them speak up for yourself if they're if you're uncomfortable in that situation say hey you know i don't like the way that you're being like could you calm down a little bit like i understand that you're frustrated and it's annoying and i get it but you're really overwhelming me right now you know if you just open up and talk to people you never know that how they're going to respond it could be a really good response or, you know, you might not like the way somebody is treating you. And if they're not treating you the way that you treat them or the way that you'd like to be treated, then, you know, you have to do something about it. Speak up for yourself. And and when you speak up for yourself, you know, ask for the truth that you want. Ask to be treated a certain way or loved. You know, they might not realize the way that they're treating you or might not realize how you want to be treated if you've never vocalized it before. Or maybe you have, but sometimes it goes right over people's heads and you have to remind them. We all make mistakes. You know, we have to be more accepting and understanding of of each other. So if you use your voice and people continue to disrespect you, you can then weed out the people that no longer fit your truth and your aspect of yourself in your life. And another aspect we can work on with ourselves are reflecting on those triggers and those things that make you uncomfortable or bother you. What do they mean for you? Why do they trigger you? And then self-reflect on those things. And then look at your inner child. How can you heal your inner childhood wounds or any other traumas that came up in your life that caused that trigger? What could you do to fix those things? How can you love yourself in a way that you can fill that sadness or that void? Can you hug yourself? Can you love yourself? Can you look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you're beautiful and you're doing this and you're rocking this shit. I'm proud of you. You know, we have to do those things. So we can also focus on affirmations, which is looking in the mirror and saying, you got this. You can do this. I'm proud of you. So I would like everybody that's listening to this podcast to, even if you feel like you're confident in yourself and you have a lot of these things I've listed, you are doing good at or you're working on, good for you and I'm proud of you. But I would like you to participate in trying these things because there is always something something to fix and uncover, and you might bring up some, some things that you didn't even realize needed to be fixed or needed to be healed. So thank you, and I really hope we can learn and grow together as this podcast unfolds because I'm going to do more episodes um, based around this same subject, um, different examples, and different um, not so much um like hiding behind a mask, but it's going to be the next level to that, let's say. I also have something that I want to share with you. So since this 
episode reflects on self-confidence and expressing your truth and using your true voice, I would like to share something that I shared recently that's very, very important to me and I hold close and I'm very proud of. I had written a song and it's based on anxiety and depression, the times that I've felt vulnerable and sad and you know, I was going through hard times in my life. I was the most depressed. I just reflected on all those times that I felt. And now that I've overcame those struggles and I've learned to deal with them differently, I wrote a song that expresses all that I've learned by expressing the true and raw feelings that I had went through. And at the end of the song, I go, maybe one day I'll release what I write. And I love that line because I released the song the next day and it's the most proud I've ever been of any art piece I've put into the world. So I'm going to share that with you guys. And hopefully this gives you some motivation towards expressing yourself and living your truth. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. 
I will leave this song in the show notes so you can find me and you can listen or share with your friends, like, comment, whatever you want to do. My song is only available on SoundCloud for now, but January 8th, I will be expanding to every platform that you can find music on. So I'm super excited about that. This is the first time I've ever released music like on multiple platforms other than SoundCloud. So I'm very, very excited about this and my direction with music and finally finding my voice in that way. Thank you for listening to the first episode of The Chaotic Good. I will be uploading a new one every Friday. So thank you guys again. Feel free to like, subscribe, and leave comments. See you guys next week.